Hello and welcome to another episode of Farewell Evangelion, the podcast where we go through the Neon Genesis series bit by bit. My name is Keith, going through for his last time, and as always, I am joined by Peter. Howdy, y'all! Who is going through for his first? So today we did the Shinji Akari Raising Project Volume 4, first released August 23rd, 2007. Despite the way Baka Shinji makes them boil, Asuka didn't get her brains out of her gachapon machine. <laughs> Sorry. But from her brother, uh, from her mother, the brilliant but absent Doctor Kyoko Suryu, there could probably be less embarrassing places for a family reunion than a drunken cherry blossom viewing party. But unfortunately, Asuka isn't picking the occasion. Yeah, unfortunately, she's not. It'd be great if she was. So, how do you think your prediction? Uh. <laughs> frustratingly poorly and then we got no shooting the bug suit and like we got I will give myself partial marks uh in that we did get some of Shinji being or Kaoru being sexually explicit but it wasn't until like the very end of the final vo- chapter of the volume and it wasn't dis- well yeah there was kind of Shinji I guess so I guess uh what I have to say is I have failed my last two predictions uh, but I have to potentially take summer courses to catch back up on all my prediction <laughs> work. Summer classes! That's my prediction for next chapter. We're locking it in now. <laughs> summer classes? Yeah. We just passed February. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Winter classes. Winter classes. Spring classes. <laughs> I was going to say, we're past winter. Spring classes. Spring classes. Yeah, uh, this one, a little bit lighter on the overarching story and just more of uh, the relationship stuff going on. Yeah. Uh, not like a huge amount of like events happening. Like there's the Cherry Blossom Festival that we talked about. There's a lot of Oscar being mad and confused about what their relationship is. Yeah, ultimately, I think this volume itself is the more the focus on volume uh, three and two have a lot of the Ray development stuff in the relationship getting to that point where it's the will they won't they. And it was more of Asuka catching up to it. Yeah, so, as we kind of discussed last episode, Volume 3 ended with Shinji kissing Rei, and then Asuka watched and was like, a fucking course you did. Well, Rei kisses Shinji. Yeah, that's what I mean. Uh, you're correct. That is the correct of operation. And while a whole bunch of other stuff happens to get us to that point, Volume 4 ends with Asuka kissing Shinji, so that everyone's all tied up going into the next volume. Yeah. So, presumably the next one is Coward Kissing Shinji. That's 100% what I was going to joke about, but yeah. I don't care that you stole that joke from me without knowing it was a joke I was going to make. I'm still making that as a part of my prediction for next episode. Much like Asuka and Shinji, we're not on the same page. No, we're not. We're on very different pages. So, uh, there's the Terry Blossom Festival, but that's not the first time. It's the island. The island, right, yes, the island of the camping festival. Yeah, which I also want to say, we get a, a number of great Kaurin Gendo moments through this chapters. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, getting to the island and uh, having fucking Gendo just like perched on top of a rock. Uh, rock, rock <laughs> we just need to wait till my father gets here. I'm already here, Shinji. <laughs> he seems to be like sipping on a Mai Tai or some shit looking down at the Yeah. <laughs> Seeing the glass out to you and be like, refill. And she's like, we're owed. Okay, I wasn't finished anyways. <laughs> now it's finished. <laughs> now it's finished. Um, so they explained that this isn't a vacation, this is a training exercise. And it's 
very important for them to uh, survive the night, essentially. Like, they have a whole camping environment, but there's no uh, electricity, so they're going to have to do all the work and cook the fire and stuff. Make stuff like that. Yeah. So, uh, a couple things happen. Uh, Asuka declares internally this one she's going to prove herself to Shinji and prove that she's valuable and has skills and force Shinji to grovel on the ground acknowledging she's superior to Ray. And then she proceeds to demonstrate exactly what she's going to For instance, when it comes to logistics and what they should do <laughs> first, Ray's like, we should get all of our gear up to the camp so that it's there and ready for the night. And Asuka's like, we should hang out on the beach and relax. And then Shinji's like, uh, Ray wins this round of fighting that you don't realize. That the only person who realized is a fight's happening. Oscar, you lost. Uh, congrats. Um, so they kind of proceed on with that. There's a bunch of other moments like they have to cook food and they realize they're cooking curry. And Oscar's like, Yeah, I know how to cook curry. This is great. I can show off that. And she's like, Yes, you do know how to cook curry. So Ray's cooking curry so she can learn how to cook curry. Uh, what else? Shinji makes the two of them shower together. Uh, bathe together, not shower. Bathtub. Yeah. That's Thank you. <laughs> uh, my favorite whole thing of this one is because the, the bit of this one is Asuka and Ray disagreeing on the temperature and Shinji's like caught in the middle of it. And the, the part where she just fucking opens the window and starts throwing water. I was like, does that feel like it's lukewarm to you? And he's like, no, it's scaldingly hot. <laughs> also, before she starts throwing water, she, so she's in the bathroom. She made a comment earlier about how Shinji was setting this all up so he could peep on both of them in the shower. Yeah. And then when they continue arguing and he doesn't side with her about it being lukewarm. And even like he's clearly trying to heat it up, but he explains this is a fire, I don't just turn it on and it becomes hot. Yeah. Um, I don't just turn a dial up. Yeah. So she ends up like sticking her whole upper body out the window and be like, God damn it, Shinji, look at me when you're talking to me. And then he does look at her and he's like, ah. And that's when she starts throwing water at him. How does that temperature feel? <laughs> Little bitch. Uh, I gonna be honest, it's very rarely in there, but every time I read a line from Asuka to Shinji, I just mentally add a little bitch to the end yeah. of every line. <laughs> it's your own internal baka for the situation. Yeah. Uh, so that's what's going on with the first one. They all end up surviving. Also, we get another one of those little fun post-chapter moments, which is, uh, <laughs> like <laughs> Gendo explaining that Shinji definitely had a better time than he did, yeah. because he forgot to boil the water, and one of the things that's at the beginning of the chapter is if you don't boil the water, you're gonna get diarrhea. Yeah, don't diarrhea. get to boil the water so you don't get diarrhea. And he's yeah. like, you had a great time. But he didn't say you get diarrhea. He's just like, he just, yeah, I that, that, that drink had unboiled water in it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, we're, it's very clear what's going on here. Yeah. So yeah, that's the first one. Uh, next one, I believe, is the training with Shinji and Asuka with the swimming. Um, or is there a chapter between? There's not really importance for the exact order of these ones. I think the important ones are the first chapter and the last one for the order that they're in. Yeah. And everything in between is just kind of to highlight. Uh, it was this one with the team swimming, or it was the one where uh, he has the combat training with Ray. Uh, combat training with Ray is I do remember that. So, um, also one other slight thing to mention is uh, while this camping trip is going on, in the middle of the night, Oscar gets very fed up because she wasn't able to demonstrate her value to Shinji. Yeah. So she wanders off to the beach to think her thoughts. And Shinji chases after he's like, you seem sad, is everything alright? And she almost confesses to Shinji yep. and realizes what a terrible mistake that would be. So she stops herself. As she should. Exactly. Except for Coward. Except for Coward's very, very, very explicit about what he wants to do with Baka Shinji. Um, 
so she catches it. Bone up. Yeah, bone up. Uh, what does he phrase it as in this chapter? Spend some more masculine time together. Yeah. Um, so yes, we have the swimming lesson, which is very reminiscent of uh, in the original Neon Genesis Evangelion, their dance dance revolution training to fight an angel. Yeah. Where Asuka and Shinji need to be perfectly in sync, and they're not in sync. Also, that's something we're learning about the training here is part of their training and their synchronization rates is getting their heartbeats and breaths in tune with each other. Yep. Uh, so that's part of what they're doing with the swim training. Yeah, which uh, you were very on the point. It is almost beat for beat. That training montage where they had to come in tune because even to the moment of like Asuka's like Shinji's the worst than me at this so why should I bring myself down his level and then Misato subs Ray in and Ray does it perfectly well almost perfectly yeah. and then she throws a fit but I love that the outcome of this one is slightly different where Asuka's like we have to work together because I gotta prove I'm better than Ray and this one she's like we're gonna beat uh, we're gonna prove I'm better than Ray because you're going to try harder yeah <laughs> I'm not bringing myself down to your level we're bringing you up to mine. <laughs> yeah. And apparently it ends up working. Yeah. Uh, so, good for them. Uh, that all happens. Uh, so, yes, the other kind of major chapter that happens is uh, Shinji's combat training with Rei. Uh, because he's told he has to go to the lab after school. He's kind of all sad for the Yeah. Well, um, it's because Asuka accidentally punched him in the face. Yeah. Uh, I would never wish it. And she fucking, she just <laughs> like not even looking clocks him. Because Ray ends up clocking him in the face right after for the combat training. Right? Yeah, no, I'm thinking. Uh, I think there was another chapter that was before that. I think the Valentine's Day chapter uh, was before the clocking in the face. I can't remember the exact. Uh, I think the Valentine's Day was or- earlier because I think the him getting punched in the face. During combat training was the second last chapter because that leads Oscar to be all sad all day because she saw them kissing at her. She was expecting to Anyway, yeah. Yeah, so Valentine's Day chocolate. Valentine's Day, fun fact about how that works in Japan, and if you're not from Japan, it's all about how women give chocolate to men, and then a month later, men give chocolate back to women. Well, it's not specifically chocolate, but White yeah. Day, and it's just a gift. Yeah. It's but only if you got chocolate. Yeah, so on Valentine's Day, women give chocolates to men in their life. In theory, it's like. North American Valentine's Day that you give it to someone you like. It's also just like friend chocolate or stuff like that. Yeah, there's different types of chocolate. Yeah, anyways, you give chocolate to... Women give chocolate to men uh, on Valentine's Day. Very explicitly, women give chocolate to men, not just men get chocolate. That's an important rule we're going to discuss later (laughs) on. Yeah, because Toji and Kensuke are all sad, and then, you know, Ray kind of plays off that she's not giving chocolate to Shinji, which then they're like, oh yeah, Shinji's one of us and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, but then they, I love that like they're all having this pity party, and then it fucking scrolls over, and there's Kaoru with just mountains of chalk. He's like, like, there was so much, there was two lines, and the first line was just them getting tickets for the second line. Yeah, exactly. Um, so he even like after saying that, he turns to Shinji. He's like, the worst part is, it's not even chocolate I like. I don't know. Would you perhaps want some of this chocolate? And fucking Oscar steps in. And Ray. Yeah. So Asuka is the more overt one, but Ray also very clearly getting between them. Asuka's very explicitly, Valentine's Day is girls giving boys chocolate, not boys giving boys chocolate. To which is like, ha, we'll have to start our own special day. <laughs> I think you've been Coward. Yeah, yeah, sorry, Coward is the one he said. Would have been a bit funny, funnier if Coward just not Coward. Kensuke pops in, like, we need a new day. <laughs> Kensuke's so ready to get chocolate from somebody that he, he doesn't, doesn't care if it's from a guy. 
He just wants someone to express affection towards him. Which is great because Kensuke ends up catching on that Asuka and Rei are giving chocolate to Shinji later. He looks at the window and he sees Hikari giving the Toji. He's like, he's traitors. Like he's the only one who's not He's like, chocolate. you damn traitors. So yeah. Although it sounds like he might be getting one from Sakura because there was that little aside bet where Toji's like, at least I get one from his... No, Kent, because at least you get one from your sister. He's like, oh no, we had to fight this morning, you might get mine. <laughs> yeah, you might get my child because I fought with my sister. Uh, so, Asuka ends up giving Shinji uh, chocolate by bashing him over the face with it. Well, that's because uh, they got into their little spat thing and uh, Shinji took it a little far. Yeah. Uh, Asuka called him out for not getting any chocolate on this day. Shinji called her out for not giving anyone any chocolate and not having anyone in her life, and yeah, he may have crossed the line with this. <laughs> At least my mother visits me! Yeah. So, she beats the shit out of him. Uh, Ray straight up calls him out about the fact that he was being super toxic in that moment. Yeah. And he's like, well, she's a jerk. He's like, she was probably just figuring out a way to give you this. And then points out that the thing she just beat Shinji over the head with was a now broken piece of chocolate. Yeah. Uh, and then Ray very quickly, well, she's like, all right, well, that's over. Let's get to the lab. And then Ray like, grabs his shirt and she's like, here, take this. And then she gives him a chocolate bar and runs away. Yeah. Also, I do remember this is the second chapter because it starts off with uh, uh, Yui telling Ray to tell Shinji that he needs to come to the lab right after school. Right. <laughs> and then when he gets there, all the female staff members gave Shinji chocolate. Yeah, of course. So Shinji actually got chocolates from a whole bunch of people this year instead of yeah. just Oscar. Uh, as it was in the chapter, a 500% increase on chocolate. Yeah, because every single one of the female staffers also gave Shinji chocolate. Yeah. Which, I assume is not all of the women being obsessed with Shinji, but Yui straight up being like, hey, give my son chocolate. I exactly. Feel, actually, no, now that I think about that sentence, that came from Gendo, not Yui. That was Gendo <laughs> being like, hey, give my son chocolate. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, what happens to that chapter. So next up is the one with the swimming that we already discussed. Okay, and then the one after that is the combat training, which we kind of already got into. Which is Shinji talking about how he has to go to the lab after... Well, Misato telling Shinji he has to go to the lab for individual training because he's following behind on his work. Yeah. Uh, Asuka well, there's... Because there, there, that one is the second last chapter, but there's a chapter that we're forgetting in the middle. Which one's that? The Cherry Blossom. Oh, right, yes, the Cherry Blossom Festival. Can't believe we almost forgot the chair. Yeah, because it's one of the other good Gendo moments. Yeah, because it's Gendo getting super fucking wasted. Uh, well, first of all, it's Gendo showing up 12 hours before the festival starts. Because <laughs> like, uh, the best part of this chapter is when you're reading it, you're like, oh, Shinji, Asuka, and Rei wearing normal clothes, not uniform or training thing. And then they look over and Gendo's still in his normal clothes. And Shinji even calls it. Does he even not like know how to wear anything else? <laughs> Does he not own any other clothes? So he sees that and he's like, oh, maybe Gendo hasn't seen me yet. I'm just going to walk away yeah. now. And Gendo's immediately like, ah, oh, son! Yoo-hoo, Shinji! Shinji, over here! Uh, he seems a little bit disappointed that Shinji didn't bring a full meal with him. Because as we've already stated, he's been waiting here for 12 hours. Yeah. All Shinji brought was drinks and snacks. Uh, so... That maybe not the most relevant thing, but it is important to point out at this point that, yes, Gendo has had 12 hours with no food or drink of any kind for what happens next, which is Misato, seeing the three children from her class walk over, runs over with a bag full of beers and says, I've got number two pencils for children, and for anyone who's of age, I have beer. And the best part, too, is, like, Misato pretty much bullies Gendo into drinking. He's like, I'm like, you're like twice the legal limit, uh, legal age. And he's like, and you're twice the legal limit. <laughs> yes. 
So Gendo gets fucking wasted because of course he had, did. He hasn't had anything to eat or drink for well, 12 hours. Well, it wasn't even beer because we get a brief moment where Misato is like, kind of like, got him by the collar with a wine bottle in her hand. Yeah. Uh, so Kendo gets fucking wasted, and then shortly after he gets wasted, uh, Yui and Fritzko, not Fritzko, Yui and... Hyoko. Hyoko, thank you. Uh, Asuka's mom. Show yeah. up. And Asuka's super excited because Asuka's mom is here, and she's like, yay! And then Yui's like, yo, Gendo, how fucking wasted you get? He's like, I'm not that drunk, I can still find you. Wait, where are you? And it cuts to him with his head up, uh, Ritsuko's skirt. Yeah. And Yui's like, that's, I'm fucking over here, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Cracking her knuckles. Me. Yeah. Um, and it proceeds with Gendo making an ass of himself by being incredibly drunk. And yeah. And Misato comments, I guess the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Um, so Shinji tries to get away from all of this, because of course he does. And then Asuka follows him to the bathroom, and accosts him ever so slightly. It is clearly she, it is clear she seems to be trying to work up her way to... Well, she's, she's embarrassed too, because her mother is just like constantly like, Oh man, I was so looking forward to seeing you and Shinji's baby. When yeah. you were younger, you kept talking about you are going to marry Shinji. Yeah. And so she's trying to both explain, like, when I said that stuff as a child, that's not how stuff actually is, but also, at least a little internally, trying to work up the nerve to talk to Shinji about the fact that she wants to get married and have babies. Yeah. Um, so that happens, and then Ray shows up, and they're all like, alright, fuck it, we're just going back, we can't have this conversation. Conversation cancels. <laughs> um, and they go back, and then Yui once again gives Gendo shit for being way too drunk. He's like, oh, but I can find you now. And then collapses into her bosom, much like Shinji would do at any random moment of the day. So yes, the apple does not fall apart. Exactly. Uh, now, I can't remember which chapter this is in specifically, but I do want to address it. It's one of my favorite Toji scenes. And that's, uh, me. Actually, this might be the next chapter at the beginning of it, because it's the one where Asuka can't concentrate in class, and Toji gets called on. And then when he's reading, we don't. The next chapter, yeah, yeah. yeah, we don't hear what he said. But then Misato says, "I hope you understood his accent because it's gonna be on the test." Uh, no, that's not the next chapter. That's the last chapter because what's happening is, as we've alluded, there's the combat scene where Shinji gets beat up by Asuka and then goes through combat training with Rei, and Rei beats the shit out of Shinji for like presumably hours straight over the course of the combat training. Yeah, well, it's even established like. Ray is fully trained. She's at a higher level than Asuka and Shinji, but Shinji keeps not giving it his all because he's worried about hurting Ray. And he's like, no, if you do not give it your all, this is not going to turn out well for you. And she fucking bam right in the face. Yeah, punches him real hard right in the face. Uh, they go to the cafeteria, and Ray's like, are you sure you're fine? And Shinji's like, yeah, I'm sure I'm fine. And she's like, let me look at that bruise on your face. And she leans in close to see the bruise on his face. Asuka walks into the cafeteria at this exact moment looking for Shinji because she realized he wasn't going to the lab to do work alone. He was going to the lab to do work with Ray because Ray was available. And she's like, "Why? Well, I was fucking available. Why wasn't I involved in this training for Shinji? Uh, and she happens to stumble in right as Ray's examining his face, but from her angle, it looks like they're making out. Yeah. And so this puts her into a bit of a funk. Uh, also, before this, uh, Shinji does end up going to the uh, school's doctor's office because of the punch from Asuka. And she's moving around trying to think of how to apologize. And then Ray goes and meets and takes off. And then when Asuka shows up, Ritsuko kind of just eggs her on. About like, oh man, Ray and Shinji, that sure is a nice couple. They're getting real close, looking real cute together. That used to be your role, being super close with him, didn't it? Yeah. Um, so yeah, she gets there. She sees that they're kissing, which they are. That's what she sees. 
so she's depressed. And so that's what's happening in that next chapter when Toji's going off on a speech and Asuka's not paying attention. And she's just so in a funk thinking about they kissed and like what's going on with that? Are they at that point in their relationship or something? I love when Hikari's like, man, Shinji wouldn't keep it up if that was a thing that happened once. It would have actually changed things. Unless they've been doing it behind her backs the whole time. But yeah, like, if they had have just kissed, they'd both be acting super awkward and not making eye contact or anything like that. It'd be super weird for them. You know, like they were doing a few chapters ago. Yeah, remember after Shinji got sick? That's how they would behave if they had just kissed <laughs> the person. If they were kissed for the... F- the only way they'd be acting like they are now is if they'd been kissing secretly... Pretty much ever since that time that they first Like at least once a volume for like the last two volumes. Yeah, that'd be weird. Also, I don't know why I'm talking about volumes as a measure of time, but like, I am, so let's move on. Which also gets a little weird because later when Asuka does the final confrontation with him, he's like, I didn't kiss Ayanami. I was like, you kissed like twice. Yeah, (laughs) to be fair, you never intentionally kissed Ayanami, but you kissed Ayanami when you had a cold and Ayanami kissed you when she was in her plug suit after being kidnapped. You've absolutely kissed Ayana. It's like when Naruto. No one's saying that Naruto and Sasuke didn't kiss because it was an accident. Yeah. Sure, probably. <laughs> I, I get that reference. <laughs> Is that like some Boruto fan art or something? It, it, it's my own fan theory of like if they made a story about Boruto's dad. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Anyway, <laughs> anyways. Uh, so Asuka's gonna funk all day and then she's constantly running away and not talking to Shinji. Shinji, uh goes back to class after leaving. He's like, I gotta talk to Asuka, because something's up with her, and I need to get to the bottom of this. And he runs into Hikari after Asuka. Just and Kaur. And Kaur. He's like, what's going on with Asuka? And Hikari's like, ah, oh, she just left. And she's like, ah. Oh. She's been acting like all out of sorts all day. I wanted to make sure everything was alright. And the Kaur's like, ah, oh, forget that shit. Let's go hang out. Let's have some warm, masculine times together. Asuka's already gone. And Hikari, like, gears start turning, and she's like, shuts this shit down fucking immediately. And she's like, no, Shinji, go to Asuka right now. She's on the roof, go to Asuka. <laughs> Bad Karu! Shut the fuck up, Karu. You're not allowed to talk anymore. Sit in the corner. Also, like earlier in that one where it's Valentine's Day one, where Asuka's like, stop peddling your agenda. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> so that's what's going on. Very there. dated series. Yeah. So that's what's going on there. So Shinji, they're following Asuka up the roof. They talk a little bit. Well, Shinji talks at Asuka. Asuka clearly not listening because yes. he's in a relationship with Ray. Why is he Well, we also found out through Rikari that she's also just been flat with ignoring him. Yeah. Um, she even calls him up for kissing. That's when Shinji's like, I didn't kiss Asuka. Or kiss Ray. What are you talking about? She's like, that day in the cafeteria. And it's like, oh, thank God that's what you're talking about because I have absolutely <laughs> kissed Ray. This gives me a way out. Yeah, but if you're talking about that one, I do have an explanation. And what happened is. A book hit me in the back of the head, so I kissed Oscar. Yes, yeah, I mean, right. books, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, um, so he explains what actually happened, and she's like, oh, thank God. He's like, I'm just glad you're not mad. And then she's like, yeah. And then she kissed right on the mouth, like a heathen. <laughs> like a heathen? Um, heathen's not the word I'm looking for. What's that? Hedonist. A hedonist. <laughs> That's what she kisses him like. Like hedonist Bob. Futurama. <laughs> Some sort of masochist. Yeah. Um, so she kisses him, and then she runs away. Like an adult. Yeah. Well, no, because then we get uh, at night, it's her in her bed. Right, yes. She's like, I can't believe I've done that. And then she grins and then falls asleep. Yeah. And this one, we finally get some more of those post volume chapters as well. Yeah, we get. uh, So, we kind of already had Butsuki in the first volume. And then we had also Hyuga Makoto Shop. So, Abuki's kind of been absent. Uh, So, 
we actually get a little side stories for Futsuki, her, and kind of for Hyuga and Oba. Yeah. So Hyuga and Oba make a comment about how it's annoying that they haven't even made a cameo in the real story. They're relegated to these, like, post-chapter yeah. uh, short ones. Outside of when Shinji beat the show himself. Yeah. Uh, but Ubuki, we find out, is another teacher that teaches the same year as uh, Misato. So she actually teaches Shinji and them. But yeah, she's teacher. a new teacher, and she has no confidence, and she's like, this class is just out of control. Yeah, uh, and so Misato explains, the next time they start getting like that, you have to charge in headfirst and shut that shit down immediately. Yeah. So she tries to, and while Shinji and Asuka are fighting, Asuka slaps the shit out of Shinji, and of course he pratfalls collapses right onto Ubuki's chest. Yeah. As one does. And then last but not least, we get an explanation to what's been going on with Futsuki, which is... Every time he tries to re-enter the story, people comment on how he's been missing for so long and, like, theorize about what's going on, and he gets real embarrassed. So just, <laughs> Why is he even needed? You is the one that's always standing next to Gendo. <laughs> so he, uh, hides in Kyoko's office. Yep. <laughs> just hides with Asuka's mom. Pretty much. <laughs> no one else interacts with me down here. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's what's going on with YouTube. Good. Yeah, he's not dead. He's just hanging out off-screen because nobody wants him, apparently. <laughs> well, then. Get just a grand old time where the main focus of this story, even though it's a kind of disconnected story itself, the main focus is Asuka getting up to the point that Ray's at, essentially. Yeah. Where she, essentially Asuka had to decide if she likes Shinji. And now we have two people who have internally decided... Three like, people. Two people who were more comfortable with mainlining, who have internally decided they like Shinji and have now taken the steps to kiss him. And then a third person who has overtly decided that they like Shinji, but has not managed to take the steps to kiss him. Though it hasn't stopped him from trying. Give him time. He will figure it out. Oh. What'd you think of this volume, Keith? It's a good one. It's got more of, like, not just, like, the lighthearted, funny stuff, but it's, like, got, like, some of those, like, really just good character moments. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, I don't think anyone should be surprised this is going to be an Asuka-centric storyline. If you look at the cover of the volume, it's just Asuka. Yeah, there's not even, like, a Shinji there. It's just Asuka. Yeah. And ultimately, we pretty much did just follow Asuka for most of this one, aside from a brief tangent into other characters. Yeah, we saw essentially glimpses of other characters, but even, like, thought bubbles, it was, like, 90% of the time it was Asuka's thought bubbles. Yeah. And we would watch what other people are doing behind the scenes so we understand better, but then we would get what it looks like from Asuka's perspective. Exactly. So yeah, overall, I do really like this volume. Uh, really, it's hard to say, like, oh, this is the best volume of that, because I like all the volumes of this one. This yeah. is probably my favorite spin-off for the Neon Genesis series, so all the volumes are good. Yeah, and this one did a great job of, like, not leaving... Like, it had its fun Toji moments and its fun uh, Gendo moments, but, like, it didn't feel like this one was just about those fun moments. It felt like this one was very much progressing Asuka's plots while still having those moments in it. Yeah, this is definitely one of the overarching like side stories that I feel utilizes the supporting cast in a much better way than the previous ones. Yeah. Where ultimately, if you look at the original anime run, like what even is Kensuke doing in most of the story? Like if you look at the original anime run for like the twenty six episodes, right? Uh, what purpose does Kensuke honestly serve in the story other than just being Shinji friend? Uh taking Shinji friend an extra step and camping outside and pretending he's a soldier, and then rescuing Shinji and bringing him back to the city. Not, like, rescuing him, like, physically, but, like, emotionally rescuing Shinji and telling him to get back in the park. 
in Rebuild, right? Yeah. Well, no, 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 I mean uh, original run. When Shinji oh. runs away the first time, and then he runs into Kensuke over the woods. Oh, I know, but you remove Kensuke and you just have Toji in it. Yeah, what, I, what I'm not saying it wouldn't change it. Or yeah. It would change anything if he wasn't there. I'm saying that is the role that he fills. Yeah, and I was saying, like, we get a lot more with the side characters in a more meaningful way, which I always felt like this one's kind of done the best. Where it's, again, it's an 18-volume run series, and it uses pretty much all the characters. So it's always felt to me this is the one that really flushes out most of those cast. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so we'll end the episode here for Volume 4. So, please like, favorite, subscribe, write a review, share with a friend, pass it by word of mouth. Always helps with uh, increasing the amount of people following the podcast. If you would like to send us a question directly, you can send an email at whatismypodcastabout at gmail.com. Also, we do upload these podcasts every Wednesday on YouTube as well as all podcasting platforms. And we have the Instagram page where you can follow us, where we put facts and little tidbits about the series as we go through it, as well as polls and questions, and we're pretty quick about getting back to people on that one as well. And of course, as always, Peter, what can we expect on Volume 5 of the Shinji Akari Raising Project? Alright, this time I've been paying attention, I'm getting full marks on this one. We're going to have White Day, we're going to have Shinji giving gifts back to Asuka and Rei, and also, uh, what's his name, Karu is going to try and get involved in White Day and try and give a gift to Shinji under the guise of its boys giving gifts. And then at, by the end, Cavalry will kick. And plenty of fans. <laughs>